everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It is December 24th. It's 2019. And we're here on Christmas Eve to talk about the Christmas Day NBA slate. We got five games to talk about. And um, yeah, just want to go over that, talk about that. Um, this is one of my favorite podcasts of the year. Really like the Christmas Day NBA games. Always enjoy those. Uh, if you guys haven't already, Make sure you head on over to our sponsor, FantasyDraft.com. They have a ton of stuff, you know, going on for this Christmas Day slate. They have a $40,000 Christmas Day pick and roll, $25 buy-in tournament. Um, love what they're doing over there on Fantasy Draft. Rake-free DFS, um, the only site in the business that has rake-free DFS. So, again, really like what they're doing over there. They got a ton of stuff up for NBA for this five games slate on Christmas day. So make sure you're taking advantage of that. Um, going over there, taking advantage of that $10,000, 50, 50, and all these other little small contests too. Uh, again, you could do the $6 membership and it really pays for itself within the first hundred dollars. So if you're playing five to six, $700 a month, um, you definitely want to be checking out rake free DFS over there on fantasy draft. Again, awesome sponsors of the podcast. Before we get into the games, as always, on the Christmas Day slate, I like to have my daughter come on and say Merry Christmas and stuff, so I'm going to let her do that. Merry Christmas, everyone. And she has a little joke for you guys. What joke have you been working on? Why does Santa have three gardens? All right, you got to tell us why. Because... So he can ho, ho, ho. <laughs> All right. Well, she's going to go take a nap like everybody's kids do on Christmas Eve. And we're going to talk some basketball here. We get started with Boston at Toronto. Two thirteen and a half total here. Boston favored by two and a half in this game. Gordon Hayward is questionable, but he's hopeful to play. And then Marcus Smart's already been ruled out. And then on the Toronto side, Siakam, Powell, and Gasol all still out. Um, out indefinitely for right now. Let's start here with Boston. Obviously not the greatest matchup in the world. You know, we do have some spots on the slate where, you know, good defensive matchups. We have some of the best teams in the NBA playing against each other. So obviously, like, we don't have too many terribly great matchups. So when we're looking at Boston here, if Gordon Hayward plays, um, that's obviously going to downgrade Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's been playing really good here with Gordon Hayward out recently over these last three games. But at this price with Jalen Brown, if Gordon Hayward plays, I'm definitely going to jump off the bandwagon here. Um, I think Tatum has some upside in this matchup. We saw him go for 67 fantasy points against Charlotte last time out. Um, this isn't really a pace up or pace down spot. This should be one of the better, you know, all-around basketball games on this slate. So I think Jason Tatum in a close game, Getting 35 minutes, putting up 20-plus shots um, has some upside. I, I don't mind him for tournaments. And, you know, Kemba's kind of the same. I just don't love his price point on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. If Maybe if he's cheaper on Fan, FanDuel or Yahoo, um, maybe then you can take a shot on him. But at this price point over there on DK, I just don't love the price. And um, it's not like he, you know, this game expected to be closer. We see him play more minutes in closer games, so that obviously helps. Marcus Smart being out obviously helps. So if you're playing a bunch of teams, maybe mix in a little Kimba just because he can go off in any matchup. Uh, if Gordon Hayward plays and he's not going to have a minutes restriction, he's kind of interesting at 6,300. Um, 
outside of that, you know, I don't really love anything else here. Cantor has been a guy that I've been off and on playing in, in certain matchups. Um, this isn't the greatest matchup, but it's not like they have a lot of depth um, for Toronto at the big, big man position. So don't think I would really take a shot on him and I'm probably not going to take a shot on Wanamaker. Um, on the Toronto side, it's Kyle Lowry. Uh, again, like talked about him the other day. It was a really tough matchup last time out um, for Kyle Lowry up against the Pacers. We talked about him on the podcast yesterday. He played 44 minutes. He put up 53 fantasy points. Um, and like he was an assist away from a double-double. He was forced this way from a triple-double. Like he had a bunch of turnovers and like he still put up 53 in that tough matchup. So I love Kyle Lowry on this slate. His usage has been absolutely insane here with Siakam and Pal and these guys injured. 28.8%, 28%, 26.3%, 27.2%. So it's been a huge uptick in in usage and just playing a ton of minutes. So it's really hard not to like Kyle Lowry here. Um, one of one of like I said, probably one of the safer you know top end options on the slate because he's just going to play a boatload of minutes. Serge Ibaka played 42 minutes on Monday against the Pacers, put up 38 fantasy points. I don't really love this spot for Ibaka just because of his price being so high. He should play a ton of minutes. So he's another guy, like, if you're playing a bunch of lineups, you can definitely work him in there. Fred Van Vliet is, you know, somebody that I think has a ton of upside here at 7K, um, playing 40-plus minutes. It's like, you know, we, we see the Toronto coach all the time play these guys just big minutes. Um, and, and, like, with, with Powell out now as well as Siakam, like, Van Vliet is just going to play a ton of minutes here. So... I don't mind that. Um, RHJ was a guy that we liked a lot yesterday on the podcast. He played 38 minutes off the bench, uh, was one rebound and two points away from a double-double, but really had a solid game and uh, put up 34 fantasy points. I don't mind him. His price has certainly come up. Um, so if you find him cheaper in certain spots, I don't mind him. Um, and then OG is another guy that's been playing a lot of minutes recently. So if you expect this game to stay close, the Toronto Raptors should have one of the tightest rotations. Um, any of those guys that I just mentioned are all in play here. Milwaukee at Philadelphia, 222 and a half total here. Philly favored by one. This line has moved already um, up to 223 and Milwaukee's favored by two, but it opened at Philly favored by one at 222 and a half. Um, Bledsoe's out and Thibault's out. Um, outside of that, both these teams look like they're coming in pretty um, healthy. You know, Embiid was questionable the other night going into Detroit. Um, you know, he played 28 minutes. But, again, he probably would have played more if the game stayed close. So, um, as far as Milwaukee goes, obviously Giannis is one of the top plays on the slate. You know, you're really deciding, like, do I want Giannis? Do I want Harden? Um, do I want LeBron? Do I want, you know, Paul George? Do I want Kawhi? Like, there's obviously a ton of options at the top on this slate because, again, it's, you know, six seven of the best teams in the nba on this you know five game slate so um it's a really strong slate as far as you know strength of teams but yeah i like Giannis a lot I, i'm not a guy that typically plays a lot of Giannis, but um I, I think you have to like him in this spot anytime you get him in close projected close games you know he's a guy that can put up 80 fantasy points in any matchup so and he fills the stat sheet you know he's gonna get rebounds he's gonna get assists he's gonna score um, we've seen a nice little uptick in assists here with Eric Bledsoe out. So 
you know, I, I think Giannis is, is certainly one of the top players on this slate. I think this game stays close. Um, I don't mind Middleton here, but, you know, he's a guy that is just so scoring dependent that it's hard to play a lot of him. Um, da Vinci, Da Vinci, um, he's been playing decent minutes uh, with Bledsoe out. His price is kind of in that $5,300 range. He's not the worst play on the slate, um, but I just – I worry about – the minutes for him, I'm worried about the minutes for George Hill. Like, you know, like we're starting to see like Wesley Matthews gets minutes now. Like I would rather take a shot at 4K on Wesley Matthews, who's played 28 plus minutes in back-to-back games and put up 29 fantasy points in back-to-back games than playing these other guys. So um, I don't hate taking a flyer on a Wesley Matthews type. Um, I don't even hate taking a flyer on a, like a Brooke Lopez type um Brooke Lopez is kind of interesting here at 5K, a guy that can put up 35-plus fantasy points. That's 7X. So, um, On the Philly side of things, you know, Embiid is always the guy that I look at the most when it comes to Philadelphia. I play him a lot. Um, he's probably not my favorite center play on this slate, but I'll definitely have exposure to him in tournaments here. You know, Ben Simmons – he's going to have games every once in a while where he just absolutely goes off. And like he had a triple double the other night with 17 assists, um, had a monster game. So I don't mind Ben Simmons. Um, Tobias Harris has been scoring more and more and more. Um, and the shot attempts have been up. So he's kind of like a guy that might be a little sneaky, but he might be, get, he might get that Giannis defense too. So if that happens, it could certainly hurt his upside and help him beat in Simmons. Outside of that, like, I don't really love the price for Horford. Um, Josh Richardson's price is back up to normal. Uh, I definitely won't pay that price for Josh Richardson on this slate. Uh, Korkmaz, you know, he had a really strong shooting game the other night. Uh, Took 16 shots off the bench. um, Had a career-high 21 points. So, I don't really want to believe that hype too much. But he could, you know, play 20 minutes with Thibel, you know, not expected to play but I just don't know if that's where I would end up on this slate. Houston at Golden State. We got a 228.5 total here. Houston's favored by 10. This is obviously the game with the biggest total on the slate. Um, You know, we're looking at a Houston team with an implied total here of, you know, 119.3, which is four points higher than any, the next best team on this slate. So I really like Houston here. Um, as far as injury news goes, Gordon and Green are still out. And, and on the Golden State side, Glenn Robinson is the big question mark. We'll have to see if he plays or not. Um, that obviously will affect Damian Lee and some of these guys that we'll talk about in a minute. So, you know, starting here with the Houston side, you know, James Harden, it's like Harden or Giannis. You're probably not going to be able to play both of these guys because we don't have a ton of injury news expecting – like we're not expecting a ton of injury news, so we don't have a ton of value. So you're probably not going to play both Harden and Giannis. Um, you know, Harden, Giannis, they're both really strong plays. Westbrook has had, you know, a really good stretch here recently. He's gone for at least 50 fantasy points in three of the last four games. And um, seven of the last 10 games, he's 8,900. 
you know, raw points wise, Westbrook is on the radar today. Um, they don't really have anybody to match up with Capella. He put up 57 fantasy points in the first meeting against um, Golden State. So, like, if I had to pick, if I'm playing Giannis, maybe I'm playing Capella. Um, you know, instead of playing Harden, I'm looking at Capella here. Outside of that, like, you know, P.J. Tucker's cheap. You know, House is going to play, you know, 30 minutes at 3,600. He's probably one of the chalkiest value plays on this slate just because he's going to get the minutes and he's really cheap. So, on the Golden State side of things, like, we talked about them a lot on yesterday's podcast. I hope people listened. Um, you know, I really hope people continue to play Alec Burks and – He's just been absolutely smashing. He's 5,600. He's not – he's not – he's just too cheap here. Like, there's no reason Alec Burks isn't one of the top value plays on the slate. So, you you guys already know. You know that I talk about him a lot. You know that I like him a lot. He's been absolutely smashing. Um, he's making us all all the jelly beans. So, love Alec Burks here at 5,600. One of my favorite, if not my favorite, play on the entire slate. Um, I think D'Angelo Russell could have a monster game here. So he's another guy that I really like on this slate. Um, 7,400. He's a guy that can go easily for 40-plus fantasy points in this game. We could see him put up a ton of shot attempts here um, going up against Houston. So love this spot for D'Angelo Russell. It's a massive uptick and pace spot for the Golden State Warriors. So, And with them at home, maybe the, if this game stays close too, like uh, this game obviously has the potential for a game stack because these Golden State pieces are just so cheap. Um, I like Damian Lee again if we get news that Robinson's not going to play. Burks kind of moved to the starting lineup last week, last night, and um, Damian Lee got you know some really strong usage. So, uh, you know, if if they start Damian Lee again, maybe you know you don't like it as much. But you know he's the the uptick in shot attempts and stuff for Damian Lee is strong at fifty four hundred. Um, you know forty three hundred yesterday. 5,400 for this slate. It's a lot harder to click the button, but um, he's certainly worth looking at here in tournaments. Pashko return, plays 16 minutes. I don't really expect him to play too much more than that right now. Willie Cauley-Stein. Willie Cauley-Stein might play 30 minutes here just because they're going to need somebody to try to guard Capella. He could easily get in foul trouble here too, so not the worst tournament play at 4,200. Uh, Clippers and Lakers, it's the battle of L.A. 223.5 total here. Lakers favored by one. Patrick Beverly is questionable. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are both questionable, but they're both expected to play, uh, which kind of makes this podcast a lot easier if they're both expected to play instead of both being out. Um, obviously, the first time these two teams met, it was a good game. And, um, you know, we got to see Kawhi Leonard. We got to see LeBron and Anthony Davis. It, it was a really strong game. Um, you know, now now we're adding in Paul George um, to the Clippers mix. So, you know, as far as the Clippers go, like, we know that, you know, Kawhi had 48 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. That was without George. Um, I, I like – I really like the price on Harrell and Lou Williams – if we're looking for point per dollar, like raw points, Kawhi and Paul George should smash them. But if we're looking for, you know, we're playing on a salary cap format, you know, we're looking at Lou Williams, we're looking at Harrell, like Harrell's price here at 5,500 um, just screams value. And, you know, for some reason, his price has gone down $1,100, you know, consistently putting up at least 28 fantasy points and his price is down to 5,500. So Harrell, you know, probably one of the better value plays on the slate. 
knowing that like his role is not really going to change no matter what. So, and like I said, Lou Williams in close games gets the minutes, um, you know, put up 39 fantasy points the first time these two teams met and he's under six K. So like the point per dollar aspect of both of those guys. And then, you know, Kawhi and Paul George, they're both in play. They're both, you know, raw points plays. We've, we've seen some big games from Kawhi here recently where he's gone over 55 fantasy points to the last four games. So, you know, and then Paul George, like, usually don't play those two guys together. I don't ever play Paul George and Kawhi together unless I'm playing like a showdown slate or something. But, you know, outside of that, um, kind of – I think they negatively, negative um, correlate a lot. So, um, and then on the Lakers side of things, like, With LeBron and Anthony Davis expected to play, um, really like the price on both of them, really. Um, if we're looking at, like, comparing them to Giannis and, and Harden, like, they both have, you know, really high ceilings here at their price points. So, um, I, I think you can take shots on either one of these guys. I probably like Anthony Davis a little bit more than I like um, LeBron. But, I, I th- again, I think they're both in play. Rajon Rondo, national TV game, um, 4,700 if you want to take a shot. Like, he's a guy that always has ceiling. Um, probably not playing like Dwight Howard or McGee here. Um, you know, Kuzma is really cheap, but his minutes are just kind of, you know, all over the place right now. If you're playing a bunch of teams, I would definitely get exposure to Kuzma at 3,900, though, because he is a guy that, you know, can shoot the ball well and go for 28 to 35 fantasy points. So don't mind, Kuz. All right, last one up. We got New Orleans at Denver, 219.5 total here. Denver favored by 10. Um, Both these teams pretty much full strength. Miller's still out. Williamson is still out. Um, New Orleans, uh, obviously, draws one of the tougher defensive matchups here you know, as far as just everything all around goes. Um, it's hard not to like Brandon Ingram with this $700 decrease in price because of the matchup against Denver. Um, it's really hard not to like Drew Holiday at 7200 They're really strong plays here. Um, you know, Derek Favors is a guy that we were just kind of waiting for the minutes to come back up, and they've come back up. He played 30 minutes the other night against Portland. Um, we talked about that on the podcast yesterday as well. So. Outside of those guys, like, you know, you could take shots on Lonzo Ball. He's just not playing a ton of minutes, but he's still producing very well uh, with the minutes that he is getting. J.J. Redick, if he shoots the ball well, you know, he can crush 4,400. I I don't think that we see Hayes play a ton of minutes here. I don't think we necessarily will see Okafor play a ton of minutes here. So probably stay away from those guys here in this matchup with Jokic. Uh, The Denver side – you know, friends don't let friends play Jokic, and he's one of my favorite plays on this slate. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be um, really interesting to be complaining about Jokic on the podcast on Thursday. So I love this spot for them. You know, Denver with a one fifteen implied total, it's seven point two points higher than their season average, which is the biggest bump on the slate. Um, you know, with all these tough teams playing against each other, Denver gets the matchup. Like, you, you really, you know, have the, the hammer here in Jokic. You have the hammer here in Murray. You have the hammer here in Barton. Like, these guys can all have big games in this spot. 
um, you know, the uptick in pace, just everything going Denver's way in this spot. So really like this spot for Denver. Paul Millsap at 4,600. Saw 28 minutes against Phoenix the other night uh, on the second end of a back-to-back. So it sounds like, you know, whatever was bothering him injury-wise, he's good to go. So absolutely love this spot for Denver. Um, They're a team that I'm definitely going to be playing a ton of here. You know, like I said, Barton, all these guys have upside. Barton's price is a little high. Um, Gary Harris's price has come up a little bit. But Gary Harris is a guy that can go for 30 when he shoots well. When he shoots in general, like he just needs to put up shots. Um, so let's play the morning grind game and then we're going to get out of here again. Hope everyone enjoys their Christmas, Christmas Eve, all that good stuff. Enjoys this NBA slate. Um, I am definitely stalling because I couldn't find the button. Favorite play under 5K to 7X. Uh, we don't have a ton of these guys today, so you know this this question's a little bit tougher than it normally is. But I'm gonna go with Lonzo Ball at 4,500. I just if he can just get the minutes, um, he's a guy that could easily go for 7X if he plays you know just a few extra minutes in this game if this game stays close. So I'm gonna go with um, Lonzo Ball here and hope that Gentry just sticks with Lonzo here and, um, you know, he just has a really strong game here. Um, over 8K to go under 5X, my bust today. I like a lot of these guys. I talked about it. Um, you know, I think a lot of these guys are really, really strong plays. I'm going to go with um, Kawhi. It's close. Like, I think Kawhi gets there, but he's probably my least favorite of everybody up here towards the top. Like, I like Harden, I like Giannis, I like AD, LeBron, and B, Jokic. Usually this is an easy default Jokic answer, but um, I actually really like the spot for Jokic today. My favorite 6X play on the slate is Alec Burks. Um, I, I talked about him a lot on yesterday's podcast. Obviously, I talked about him a lot when we were breaking down the games. Um, absolutely love this spot for Alec Burks. I, I just I don't know how much um, ownership. I'm guessing he'll probably get a lot. Um, but I love this spot for him. Um, my let's get weird GPP play of the day is probably going to end up being Brooke Lopez. Um, I don't think a lot of people will play Brooke Lopez and probably more of a DraftKings fantasy draft play. I don't think he's necessarily a great Fanduel play with only one center over there. But Brooke Lopez is my let's get weird GPP play of the day. And it can't be any worse than Mondays. Uh, let's just look at it that way. DJ Augustine was an absolute bust. Uh, favorite DFS contest, you know, I'm going to go to Yahoo. I never go over to Yahoo, but I'm going over to Yahoo today because I absolutely love the 200K baller. Um, it's a big tournament. It's a big payout. It's a big shot for people. It's a $10 tournament. It's a 20 entry max minus 33% rake because they have a $50,000 guarantee of overlay. I love this tournament. Um, you know, even small bankroll players feel like they can feel like they can put three to five entries in this one and you're not playing against 150 teams. So love what holiday, I love this holiday baller that, um, Yahoo ran out, you know, give a lot of love to fantasy draft and, and Yahoo and, and FanDuel and, and DraftKings, but I'm giving the love to Yahoo today. I absolutely love this tournament and it's filling fast. If you want to get into this, like, 
as you're listening to this, you probably want to go over and reserve your teams um, because it is filling fast. So absolutely love what they're doing over there for this tournament. And uh, that's my tournament play tournament or cash game play contest for our game selection question. My favorite over under on this slate. I'm going to take the over in the Philly game. It's currently at 223. It opened at two, um, 22 and a half. I love the over in this game. I think this is a game that you definitely want to have some game stacks out there. It could easily smash and be the reason that you have either a really good day or a really bad day. So really like this one. So yeah, but uh, that's going to wrap it up here. We'll be off for Christmas day. Hope everyone enjoys Christmas. Uh, we'll be back Thursday, breaking down the last week 17 football podcast of the year. Uh, good luck in your contests. Merry Christmas, and we'll see you guys Thursday.